Shalom, and welcome to today's teaching on the Hebraic roots of Christianity, where we study first century Christianity and the faith that Jesus, whose Hebrew name is Yeshua, which means salvation, taught his disciples. And now, Hebraic Roots teacher Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries International. Shalom. I'm Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries, and we welcome you to today's teaching on the subject, Was the Torah Nailed to the Cross? This is part five of the series. So now Paul explains in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6, when we believe in Yeshua and when we live our lives testifying to others that we believe in Yeshua and when we minister Messiah and show Messiah to others, if we do so with a stony heart or by the letter of the Torah, it does not produce fruit, it kills. But if we do so by the Spirit in love, then it will show forth Messiah to others. Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6, it is written, Who also has made us able ministers of the New Testament, that's the Torah written upon our heart by the Holy Spirit, not of the letter, that is with tablets of stone, but of the Spirit, for the letter kills. So how does the letter of the Torah kill? Well, the Torah was given as a covenant. And we're told in Deuteronomy chapter 27, verse 26, Cursed is he that confirms not all the words of the Torah to do them, and all the people shall say, Amen. So as we're told in James chapter 2, verse 10, if we break one part of the Torah, we've broken the entire Torah. And as a result, when we break the Torah, Ezekiel chapter 18, verse 4 says, The soul that sins, it shall die. So the letter of the Torah ministers death. So now let's show you an example of what it would look like to minister with a stony heart and thus not produce the fruit of the Torah. We're going to look at 1 Samuel chapter 15 beginning in verse 1 where it is written, Samuel said to Saul, The Lord sent me to anoint you to be king over his people, over Israel. Now therefore hearken or listen to the voice of the words of the Lord. Continuing in 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 2, Thus says the Lord of hosts, I remember that which Amalek did to Israel, how he laid wait for him in the way when he came up from Egypt. Verse 3, Now go and smite Amalek, and utterly destroy all that they have, and spare them not. But slay both man and woman, infant and suckling, ox and sheep, camel and donkey. Continuing in 1 Samuel chapter 15, verses 5 and 7. And Saul came to a city of Amalek, and laid wait in the valley. And Saul smote the Amalekites from Havilah until you come to Shur, that is, over against Egypt. 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 8. And he took Agog, the king of the Amalekites, alive, and utterly destroyed all the people with the edge of the sword. So Saul 
is applying his own wisdom, his own understanding. And as a result, didn't follow the Torah or the instruction of the God of Israel. As the God of Israel did not say to spare the life of King Agog. First Samuel chapter 15 verse 9. But Saul and the people spared Agog and spared the best of the sheep, of the oxen, of the fatlings, of the lambs, and all that was good, and would not utterly destroy them. But everything that he saw didn't have any value, but everything that was vile and refuse, that they destroyed utterly. So Saul took the commandment of the Lord and sought to administer the commandment of the Lord according to what he thought was best, according to his wisdom and understanding, by sparing the life of King Agog and keeping the best of the things belonging to the Amalekites. As a result, in 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 13, Samuel came to Saul, and Saul said to him, Blessed be thou of the Lord, I have performed the commandment of the Lord. However, in 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 14, Samuel replied, What means then this bleeding of the sheep in my ears, and the lowering of the oxen which I hear? In 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 15, And Saul said, They have brought them from the Amalekites, for the people spared the best of the sheep and of the oxen. And look at Saul's explanation. Now, the reason why we kept the best, and remember the Lord said to destroy all. Now, the reason why we did this is to bless the Lord, to sacrifice unto the Lord your God. But it was the things that had no value, had no purpose. That is what we utterly destroyed. So now we see the reply of Samuel in 1 Samuel chapter 15, verses 22 and 23. And Samuel said, Has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to hearken than the fat of rams. So Saul said, The reason why we kept the best is we wanted to bless the Lord. And Samuel said, what blesses the Lord is obeying the Lord, following the Torah, not doing what you think is best and right in your own understanding, and then say the Lord will be pleased with it. Because Samuel went on to say in 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 23, for rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. In other words, disobeying the Torah, disobeying the commandments of the Lord. And stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. So when we minister the Torah according to the letter of the law, which kills, we do so by being concerned and by seeking man's approval of what we do. And this is how Saul replied, as we can see in 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 24. And Saul said unto Samuel, I have sinned, for I have transgressed the commandment of the Lord and your words, because I feared the people, and I obeyed their voice. You see, Saul didn't take responsibility for his own behavior and his own actions. He blamed others. This kills. This brings death. This is a stony heart. This is the letter of the law. In contrast, Paul taught in Romans chapter 2 verse 29 that the way we give our praise to God is not in the letter. We don't seek the praise of men, but we seek to praise God whose praise is not of men. So, when we minister with a stony heart, we're outwardly religious. We may go to church service. We may read our Bibles and pray. 
but we don't do according to the Torah and the Word of God. We don't serve others, give to others, lay down our life for others. We don't show Messiah's love to others. And as a result, our letter of Messiah or our witness of Messiah to others is as a stony heart. It doesn't produce any fruit. It results in death or it kills. This is the meaning behind Isaiah chapter 1 verse 11 as it is written. For what purpose is the multitude of your sacrifices unto me? That means being outwardly religious, says the Lord. I am full of the burnt offerings of rams and the fat of fed beasts, and I delight not in the blood of bullocks or of lambs or of he goats. See, God wants obedience. That's the spirit of the Torah that brings life. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 13. Bring no more vain oblations, being outwardly religious. Incense is an abomination unto me. The new moons and the Sabbaths, the calling of assemblies, that is, religious outward observance, I cannot away with. It is iniquity, even the solemn meeting. So when you're outwardly religious and you don't obey the Torah by the Spirit, which produces the fruit of the Spirit, which gives to others, serves others, lay down your life for others, loves others, then our prayers to the God of Israel is meaningless. In Isaiah chapter 1, verses 15 and 16, it is written, And when you spread forth your hands, I will hide my eyes from you. Yea, when you make many prayers, I will not hear. Because your lifestyle, your hands are full of blood. Wash you, make you clean. Put away the evil of your doings from before my eyes. Cease to do evil. In other words, let your epistle of Messiah to others, let it be expressed by loving your neighbors yourself. Because in Isaiah chapter 1 verse 17 it is written, Learn to do well, seek judgment, relieve the oppressed, judge the fatherless, plead for the widow. This is the living epistle that Paul wanted the believers in Yeshua at Corinth to express in living their lives. And as being a reflection of Paul's testimony, and as being a reflection of Paul's ministry, and as being a reflection of Paul's ministry unto them. So the God of Israel wants us to be obedient to his Torah, to produce the fruit of the Spirit, instead of being outwardly religious, but live our lives as a stony heart unto Messiah. In Isaiah chapter 58, verse 3, it is written, Wherefore have we fasted, say they, and you see not? Wherefore have we afflicted our soul, and you take no knowledge? Behold, in the day of your fast you find pleasure, and exact all your labors. Isaiah chapter 58, verse 6. Is not this the fast that I have chosen? To loose the bands of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, and to let the oppressed go free, and that you break every yoke? So that's how we minister by the Spirit instead of the letter. That ministering by the Spirit is showing the love of Messiah in the good deeds of the Torah with a pure heart. Isaiah chapter 58 verse 7. Is it not to deal your bread to the hungry, and that you bring the poor that are cast out to your house? When you seek the naked, that you cover him, and that you hide not yourself from your own flesh? So a stony heart in the letter of the law is outwardly religious, without doing the good deeds of the Torah, by love with a pure heart. We can see this in Jeremiah chapter 7, 
Beginning in verses 1 and 2, it is written, The word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Stand in the gate of the Lord's house, and proclaim there this word, and say, Hear the word of the Lord, all ye of Judah, that enter in at these gates to worship the Lord. Continuing, Jeremiah chapter 7, verse 4, Trust you not in lying words, saying, The temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord are these. In other words, We believe in the God of Israel, and he is with us. But instead, show the love of Messiah in the works of Messiah by doing the good deeds of the Torah. Do it by love with a pure heart, and produce the fruit of the Spirit. Jeremiah chapter 7, verses 5 and 6. For if you thoroughly amend your ways and your doings, if you thoroughly execute judgment between a man and his neighbor, if you oppress not the stranger, the fatherless, and the widow... So God wants obedience with a pure heart. That's how we live our lives and minister to others. Joel chapter 2 verses 12 and 13 it is written. Therefore also now, says the Lord, turn you even to me with all your heart, and with fasting, and with weeping, and with mourning, and render your heart and not your garments. That is being outwardly religious. So we don't come to the Lord and minister unto him out of our own desires, and how we want to express that to him being outwardly religious by ministering to others and being a witness of Yeshua with a stony heart, as we see in Micah chapter 6, verse 6. Wherewith shall I come before the Lord and bow myself before the high God? Shall I come before him with burnt offerings, with calves of a year old? That's being outwardly religious. So continuing in Micah chapter 6, verse 7, it is written, Will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams or with ten thousands of rivers of oil? Shall I give my firstborn for my transgression, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? So this is being outwardly religious and living a life of a stony heart. But what does the spirit of the Torah look like? We minister to others with a pure heart. In Micah chapter 6 verse 8 it is written, He has shown you, O man, what is good and what does the Lord require of you but to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. Yeshua spoke about those who lived their lives with a stony heart, who were outwardly religious and didn't follow the spirit of the Torah. In Matthew chapter 15 verse 8 as it is written. This people draws near unto me with their mouth, and they honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Yeshua spoke against living a life and ministering to others with a stony heart. In Matthew chapter 23 verse 14, as it is written, Woe unto you scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you devour widows' houses, and for a pretense make long prayer. Therefore ye shall receive the greater judgment. Continuing in Matthew chapter 23 verse 23, Woe unto you scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you pay tithe of mint and anise and cumin. But you've omitted the weightier matters of the Torah, the spirit of the Torah, which is judgment, mishpat, doing good to others, mercy and faith. These things you ought to have done and not leave the other undone. So Yeshua condemned being outwardly religious, living a life in ministering to others with a stony heart, thus being hypocritical in not following the spirit of the Torah. In Matthew chapter 23 verse 28 as it is written, Even so you also outwardly appear righteous unto men, but within you are full of hypocrisy and iniquity. 
In Luke chapter 12, verse 1, it is written, He began to say unto his disciples, first of all, Beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. So Paul was teaching in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, not only how we live our lives unto Yeshua, which becomes our witness unto him, and how we are to properly express Messiah to others or minister to others, but the proper way to do so is through the new covenant, which is the Torah written upon our heart by the Holy Spirit, because that's what gives life. Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6, who also has made us able ministers, how we live our lives unto others, of the New Testament, not of the letter, but of the Spirit, for the Spirit gives life. So how do we live our lives, and how do we properly minister or show our faith and walk in Messiah to others? by the spirit of the Torah. What does that look like? To begin with, you honestly examine your own heart to see whether it aligns itself with the commandments of the Torah. In Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 1 it is written, And it shall come to pass when all these things are come upon you, the blessing and the curse which I have set before you, and you shall call them to mind among all the nations where the Lord your God has driven you. So the spirit of the Torah wants and desires and has a circumcised heart. Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 6, And the Lord your God will circumcise your heart and the heart of your seed to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, that you might live. Paul taught that the spirit of the Torah is a circumcised heart. Romans chapter 2 verse 29, For he is a Jew, the Hebrew word is Yehuda, which means a praiser of God, he who is a praiser of God who is one inwardly, and the circumcision is that of the heart. When our heart is circumcised by the Spirit of God, and we live it out, that's how we praise God, in the Spirit, and not of the letter, whose praise is not of men, but of God. The Spirit of the Torah repents and wants others to repent. Ezekiel chapter 18 verse 30, Therefore I will judge you, O house of Israel, every one according to his ways, says the Lord God. Repent and turn yourselves from all your transgressions, so iniquity shall not be your ruin. Continuing in Ezekiel chapter 18 verse 31, Cast away from you all your transgressions, whereby you have transgressed, and make you a new heart and a new spirit. For why will you die, O house of Israel? King David prayed in Psalm chapter 51 verse 10, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. So the spirit of the Torah not only desires repentance, but forgives sin. Ezekiel chapter 18 verse 32, For I have no pleasure in the death of him that dies, says the Lord God, wherefore turn yourselves and live ye. We can see how the spirit of the Torah desires for one to repent and be forgiven of their sins. Ezekiel chapter 33 verse 11. Say unto them, As I live, says the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from his way and live. Turn ye, turn ye from your evil ways, for why will you die, O house of Israel? We can see this in Second Peter chapter 3, verse 9, as it is written. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So, the spirit of the Torah 
wants to see people repent in their sins being forgiven. Ezekiel chapter 33 verses 14 and 15. Again, when I say to the wicked, you shall surely die. If he turn from his sin and do that which is lawful and right, he will surely live. He shall not die. The spirit of the Torah shows love. Proverbs chapter 10 verse 12. Hatred stirs up strife, but love covers all sins. 1 Peter chapter 4 verse 8. And above all things, have fervent love among yourselves, for love shall cover the multitude of sins. So, continuing in Paul's analogy regarding how we live our lives unto Yeshua and how we minister to others, in applying the Torah that was written at Mount Sinai upon tablets of stone, which represented the Torah being received upon stony hearts, versus the New Covenant, where the Torah is written on a fleshly heart by the Holy Spirit, Paul continues by saying in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 7, But if the ministration of death, written and engraved in stones, that is a stony heart, was glorious, so that the children of Israel could not steadfastly behold the face of Moses for the glory of his countenance, which glory was to be done away with. So what's done away with in Messiah in the New Covenant? Stony hearts in ministering to others with a stony heart. So now we can see the biblical principle that there are different levels of glory. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 35, it is written, But some men will say, How are the dead raised up, and with what body do they come? So Paul is answering the question, What kind of resurrected body will believers in Yeshua as the Messiah have? So he answers the question by saying, in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 40, There are celestial bodies, there are bodies terrestrial. But the glory of the celestial is one, and the glory of the terrestrial is another. Continuing in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 41, There is one glory of the sun, another glory of the moon, another glory of the stars, for one star differs from another star in glory. So Paul concludes the answer to his question by saying in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 42, so also is the resurrection of the dead. So Paul was saying that believers in Yeshua as the Messiah will all receive resurrected bodies, but not all believers in Messiah will have the same level of glory. Because in Messiah, in the New Covenant, with the Torah written upon our heart, with the help of the Holy Spirit, the ministry of death on a stony heart is to pass away in our lives. Once again, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 7. But if the ministration of death, written and engraved in stones, was glorious, so that the children of Israel could not steadfastly behold the face of Moses for the glory of his countenance, which glory was to be done away... So let's see that the ministry of death is a stony heart. Exodus chapter 31 verse 18. And he gave unto Moses when he had made an end of communing with him upon Mount Sinai two tables of testimony, tables of stone, written with the finger of God. So when that Torah, expressed through the Ten Commandments, was written on tables of stone, which was prophetic of it being written upon the stony hearts of his people, because of impatience that Moses took a while to come down from the mount after being with the God of Israel. The children of Israel worshipped the golden calf. We can see this in Exodus chapter 32 verse 7 as it is written. And the Lord said to Moses, Go, get you down, 
Well, that's going to conclude part five of the series on the subject, Was the Torah Nailed to the Cross? Shalom in Yeshua the Messiah. Amen. Thank you, Eddie. This is Stephen Morgan, and all of us here at Hebraic Heritage Ministries pray that you have enjoyed today's teaching. If you've been blessed, will you help us to share this message with others? Hebraic Heritage Ministries is supported by your generous financial gifts. In order to help you in your studies and to help us share this message with others, we are offering today the DVD, Yeshua the Lawgiver, for free for a love gift of any amount to the ministry. Hebraic Heritage Ministries also offers a monthly discipleship program. If you are interested in starting a fellowship group in your area, let us know. We would like to help you. Please contact us for more details. Our website is hebroots.org. That's H-E-B-R-O-O-T-S dot O-R-G. We would like to hear from you. Please send us an email. Finally, in order to take advantage of today's free offer, please mention this product offer and... Please mail your love gift to Hebraic Heritage Ministries, P.O. Box 81, Strasburg, that's S-T-R-A-S-B-U-R-G, Ohio, 44680. Until next time, may Yeshua richly bless you.